Yeah, 25 minutes it is uh, before uh, 8 p.m. And uh, yeah, the latest uh, coming out from that game between uh, South Africa and Ethiopia. We're just seeing a quick substitute there, Ethan Brooks, uh, making uh, uh, his uh, foray in there. And uh, I guess I understand it's uh, uh, Yusuf Mart, I think, uh, that player there who is... Uh, leaving uh, the field and uh, yeah South Africa 1-0 up uh, in the 74th minute of play and uh, yeah seemingly I guess uh, just judging from some of the suggestions that have been made on social media many people thinking we should have been a few goals or even at least a a second goal up Uh, but uh, yeah watching that particular one quite closely there Uh, let us know some of your thoughts on that if uh, you'd like to weigh in uh, just on the quality and uh, the style of the play there but uh, more importantly i guess some of the youngsters who've received an opportunity uh, to uh, get an opportunity to hit the ground there and uh, hugo bruce uh, there in picture as well and uh, he's uh, certainly had quite a bit to say around uh, south africa's role and uh, what in global terms when uh, football is being spoken about uh, what uh, yeah what role they play uh, just also seen something there from uh, one of the players there yeah i guess uh, one would have thought fouled uh, in the uh, in the box there, and uh, South Africa certainly expecting a uh, penalty there. But uh, the uh, yeah man with the whistle, uh, the officiator saying no ways. So yeah, let us know some of your thoughts on that, and you can send us uh, your voice notes. I must say, I was certainly expecting a penalty there that uh, would have sealed the matter uh, with uh, around 15 minutes uh, or just uh, 14 minutes or so to go. Uh, you might want to comment on that. Uh, do uh, ring us up on our studio line, 89 110 WhatsApp. You can send us a voice note on 079-191-4270. We're going to take a brief break. Uh, we take a look at uh, yeah the latest coming out of that story in Mpumalanga. Sizwe Samayende, a journalist at City Press, uh, will help us make sense of that particular story on the other side of this. 20 minutes it is uh, before 8 p.m. We go straight into our headlines and uh, that, that big story today coming out of Mbombela uh, involving the MEC for Agriculture, Rural Development, Land and Environmental Affairs. Mantlam Sibi being arrested and charged with murder and attempted murder. And uh, this after the uh, MEC had been previously charged with attempted murder and was only acquitted a couple of months ago. Siswa uh, Samayende. Uh, a journalist at City Press has uh, certainly been following this particular story and some of the political developments out of Mpumalanga joins me this evening uh, for our headlines to help us make sense of this one. Uh, Siswa, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening. Good evening to you and your listeners. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Maybe just give us some of the context here. Um, I did say in my opening remarks that uh, this is not the first time the MEC, I guess, has uh, had to... Uh, yeah, uh, get into uh, some uh, challenges with the law. Give us some context uh, to that. And of course, also, uh, I guess, paint a picture of how, uh, you know, uh, uh, seemingly fatally contested uh, some of the list processes have been in the province of Pumala. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's not the first time that he's been charged. Uh, you know, he has been attending court since 2018 uh, on a number of charges. Mm. One of them was attempted murder, common assault, theft. Uh, yeah, those were the main charges. Uh, but uh, he was acquitted uh, just about two months ago. So yeah, yeah, that 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 that's, that 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 has been the situation. And uh, his uh, argument, or rather his 
last argument has been that uh, all those charges were politically motivated. Uh, it's just jealous people who 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 make these charges against him because I mean they 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 they, they fighting their mm. political battles. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the issue of of, of the of the list uh, is is contested. Uh, that's always the case anyway. You know, they always be carrying about why so and so is not in the list, uh, why so and so has been excluded. You know, and there's also been an issue about the youth league uh, in the province, basically saying that uh, young people are not uh, uh, included in the list. So, you know, it's about jobs, basically. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of noise everywhere. Mm, mm. And maybe just, I guess, you know, some of these issues are all... I guess the operative role of violence. I mean, uh, not necessarily in the context of Mandlam Sibu, who's now been charged around these issues, but the fact that the violence is actually happening and is being seen as a way to maybe resolve some of these deadlocks. Uh, is that something that's new uh, in this set of elections, or, or is this something that we might have seen uh, maybe in previous uh, local government elections around list and candidate processes in 2016 and uh, maybe before yeah. then in 2011? No, no, it, it, it's not new. It's not mm. new. It, it it always happens all the time. Uh, the situation of Pumalanga is that there is also uh, a pending uh, elective conference, provincial elective conference. Uh, so there have been processes regarding that, and there has been silence. There 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 has been one person who was murdered because of that. And now it's local government elections, and then the same cycle repeats itself because it's all about uh, nominating people who are going to take over provisions. So every year, even the last uh, uh, local government elections, there were incidents of violence. The process is always violent. Mm, mm, mm. Now, talk to me about this specific incident now. Uh, and uh, I guess the circumstances that then led to the arrest of the MEC over the last while. Well, what happened here? Well, well, well. Um, you see, what, what we're getting is that uh, there were two, uh, there were people in a uh, VW Polo. They were being followed, followed by people who were driving a, a, a parky. Mm. They are AMC members. Apparently, on that particular day, uh, there was a list, uh, a meeting about the list uh, uh, at, at, at a lodge outside Bombella. Uh, the way the story that we're getting is that uh, there was a problem. There, there were concerns about the names that were either excluded or were included there. Uh, so these people followed the, the people in the past followed the VW. It, it went into town, and then they opened fire, uh, killing two people. One was wounded. But when that happened, apparently the MEC was was in there's a Sanyama spot there called Coyotes. Because this incident happened outside, mm. uh, he was allegedly. MEC was, according to his statement, he was inside. He had gone there to collect an order of meat and move. 
according to him, then when this incident happened, he was inside when the shooting happened, he was inside taking his order. Hmm. So that's how the situation was. And yeah, yeah, that, that's what we know up to so far. And then the circumstances around his, you know, arrest, because I mean, I guess, you know, there the, the would be, you know, there would have been somebody or even within the law enforcement authorities who would have linked the MEC to this particular matter. Uh, maybe just uh, let us in there around how that link happens. I mean, uh, so somebody gets shot outside a particular leisure spot and then, you know, where, where does the MEC fit into this? Yeah, I, I do not understand how he gets linked to it. Mm. But uh, b- before he was arrested, two other people were arrested uh, who, are, who are accused of this shooting. So uh, those people could have linked him uh, to, to, to this incident. They could have told the police that no, we were with him. Or they could have been eyewitnesses around at that time who probably saw him shooting uh, at people. So it, it's, I think it's going to become clearer as the matter uh, is ventilated in court. Mm. So, so is the suggestion yeah. that he's the one who effectively pulled the trigger or he was involved in the conspiracy around this? Uh, what we know now is that uh, it, it is alleged that he, he, he was involved in the shooting itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what we know so far. Yeah. Sizwe. Yeah. When we look at incidents like this, I mean, uh, you, you would certainly, I guess, not only uh, have seen this in KZN, but you're sorry, in Pomalanga, but you would have seen it in places like KZN, uh, the Eastern Cape, um, you know, mm. and in m- many other places. I mean, how, how do we make sense of this? Because the timing of it, as you're saying, uh, is not something any unique in any stretch of the imagination. Whenever there's elections or any contests, inside of the party and, of course, at a local and national level, uh, there would be such, uh, I guess, you know, killings or, or there would be, you know, political incentives for, for such killing because people want power. Um, mm. how, how do we make sense of this? And more importantly, how do we deal with it? Uh, because it does seem that, uh, I mean, I'm yet to hear of the law enforcement response, even in the case of one Cindy Somakaka, who passed on yeah. uh, a few years ago, uh, that we yeah. any wiser as to the circumstances that led to his death uh, let alone bringing people to book. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I would think the solution to this is uh, that uh, something needs to be done about corruption that happens within government institutions, mm. within municipalities, for instance. Because why people are fighting, they are fighting to get positions there so that they can have access to the public pairs and use it for their own benefit. Mm. That, that's the root of the problem. So if there could be an effective way of ensuring that people who are elected into these positions are not able to misuse or abuse public funds or even use for the public funds for, for their own benefit, then I, I believe we can see an end to this. But if that, that problem is not sorted out, then it's going to be a cycle that repeats itself. Uh, every time it's time for elections, nominating people to be councillors, then everybody will want to be a councillor because councillors are eating nicely. 
mm. or when it's time for provincial uh, nomination leave, everybody will want to be an MEC because MECs are eating nicely, you know. So I think there must be a mechanism to stamp out the corruption that takes place within government institutions. Mm. So that when, when people when people aspire to be there, they want to go there, they know they're going to get their salaries, but they are driven by the fact that they want to serve the people, not to serve themselves. Sizwe, mm, mm. mm. hold the line there for me for a second. Uh, we're going to take a okay. quick spot break. When we come back, uh, I want us uh, to talk, uh, I guess, briefly about what this means in the context of all of the uh, implications of step aside and uh, many of the other issues uh, that uh, are, um, are associated with uh, what many have called the renewal of the ANC. And we're going to talk about uh, uh, what uh, this uh, means for many of those who now, I guess, must make decisions uh, based on uh, uh, the uh, MEC being charged in this type of fashion. And we'll continue with that after this. Seven minutes it is uh, before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. I'm in conversation with uh, Sizwa Samayende, journalist at City Press. We're talking about the latest uh, coming out of uh, yeah, Mbombela, and, uh, which includes uh, the uh, incarceration of uh, the MEC for Agriculture and Land Reform and Rural Development in that uh, province, and uh, that is Mandlam Sibi. And uh, Sizwa, I'm quite interested, I guess, in uh, your reading of how the governing party has responded to this matter, least of all in the context of uh, the injunction for people to step aside. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the president has already pronounced himself on this matter. That once somebody has been charged, has appeared in court, then it's the right time that that particular individual needs to step aside. But what is happening in the province right now, the premier is having a press conference obviously to announce the steps that she, she's going to take regarding this matter. The Provincial Executive Committee of the ANC in Pumalanga is also sitting uh, this evening to make a decision on, on, on this matter. So it, it is written on the wall that uh, they will, the PINA will probably uh, uh, relieve him of, 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 of his duties as, as an MEC. And the PEC will suspend him uh, from the ANC. So, yeah, yeah. And I guess, I mean, the other question is, you know, he was acquitted on the last one. If he's acquitted on this one, I mean, would people argue that I guess there's a political conspiracy here? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is politics and you, 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 you cannot rule out uh, the fact that there might be at the, at the end of the day after all has, has, has been said and done this may end up to have been a, a, a political issue altogether you know you you you, you sort of knowing Bumalanga, uh, knowing its politics how dirty they are uh, that is also a possibility. You know, we, we, we just have to wait and see what is happening. Mm-hmm. As you say, we, we may find out that he gets acquitted. And we find that, uh, you know, he was maybe not involved. Anything is possible. Uh, yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's difficult to say, you know. Maybe let me ask that in a different way, right? So, So mm. why would he... 
suggest that this might be an outcome of some political conspiracy. What what are the political dynamics? Um, largely between one, the people who hold and yield power, the power brokers, and yeah. you know, uh, Mr. MCB here, because you know we we know only people who, I guess, might be on the other side of those who are incumbents or those who wield considerable amount of power. Yeah, often yeah. argue that day. Hey, you know, this is a political conspiracy. Uh, uh, so, so, so I'm quite interested in those dynamics for some of us who might not be familiar yeah. with uh, okay. the ground there in Pumalang. Yeah, definitely, a, a, a good question because. We know that Mandlamtsi uh, is in 45 years, mm. uh, relatively young in, in, in politics. And his star has been shining um, and rising uh, for, for quite some time. Uh, people are looking up at him as the next big thing in the ANC in the province. Mm. I mean, that, that, that is a fact. Is somebody who started as a ward councillor, rose to become the speaker of the city of Mbombela, uh, rose to become a PEC member, and now today he's an MEC. And uh, he commands quite a lot of uh, following, particularly in, in Pinar, where he comes from. Uh, he's the head of elections uh, in the ANC. He's part of, of you know, there's attending a provincial conference in the province. Um, he's part of uh, the group that calls themselves the Focus Group, uh, which, as things stand and look at the moment, is likely to win the next conference or the provincial conference of the ANC. And on 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 that um, faction, he's going to stand as a treasurer, as a, as a treasurer or a provincial treasurer of the ANC. Mm. And and when so, is this? When when is this uh, elective conference in the province? Well, a date is not known yet. Mm. But after after the local government elections, uh, it, it's gonna sit definitely because it, it's been it's long overdue since. 2017, when mm. uh, the, the former uh, uh, chairperson and premier David Mabuza was elected to national office, then there has been that uh, vacancy of the chairperson. So they uh, they were supposed to be uh, general counsel uh, to sit immediately after he was elected. Mabuza was elected to be deputy president, but it could it couldn't sit up until now. So, yeah, it's something that should be happening very, very soon. Sizwa Samayende, Angbonga Bab. Thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Thanks. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. This was some I end as a journalist out at uh, the City Press. Yeah, I, I, that story, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, but uh, I would love to hear your thoughts because, um, you know, we've spoken a lot on this platform about extortion rings, about people who are using violence, you know, to get a piece of contracts. And I argue, I mean, you know, in many spaces, um, that this is the other side of the same coin of the very violent um, you know, confrontations, in some cases fatal confrontations that happen uh, at, lo- at a local level in many cases, uh, you know, uh, as contests around lists, around candidate nominations, around, you know, who sits in what structure, who yields what power. 
uh, often have very violent spillovers. Um, and uh, yeah, these are two sides of the same coin uh, in many of our communities, um, especially if you think, for instance, about in a place like Tuanya, around this issue of Boko Haram, and, you know, and Namafarasi, uh, and of course how that in many ways runs in parallel to some of the very violent contests around the candidate lists in the governing party. What do you make of that? Uh, you might have uh, your own views. You might say, well, they're out. Love to hear from you. Do let us know and uh, you can send us your voice notes out on our WhatsApp line. On